nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I be the same dude, used to wake up playing GameCube Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose Can't choose what game system they use Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too We can watch anime all day and skip school Young legend, rap taking to a new level New medals for young kings who don't settle In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo I will never let go, gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow I will never let go Every time it tick tock, it's young day, not Jenny from the block. Gotta tell me when to start, I don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Legendary Baker Styles T, it's a bop. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. 6-4, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, won't mo, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside. I cannot hear ya, that's a far cry. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Urs Mac, the mad scientist. Man, it's your boy Thanos Rick. We are back. Yes, sir. In effect. That's right. That's right. Right. Back in effect, man. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show on this hump day Wednesday. Thanos Rick, man, what's going on with you, fam? Hey, man. How about the Cowboys, huh? They beat the Chargers, man. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> By a field goal, no doubt. By a field goal. <laughs> Your worst nightmare. What? Well, look, listen. It it would not be fun if Dallas lost every single game. I I, I would not be says, fulfilled. Says who? I, I it says me. I would not be fulfilled because I'm gonna need some reciprocated energy. You know, they have to win some games for me to maintain this level of energy. Explain. You know what I'm saying? Explain. Okay. All right. Because it's too freaking boring. Like, if they lost every freaking week, it would be too boring. I would run out of material. I would run out of material as far as insults or whatever. And they got to win some games. They got to win some games. That way I can take a break for a minute. Get my insults back together again. So when they lose again, I can just dump on them again. But E, think about it. When's the last time the Cowboys went winless in a the season? They never went winless in a season. Okay. Never. What's more hilarious than them going winless? In the season? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because I, I fear, 
I fear that if they ever go winless in a season, that that will be the end of it for me. That would be the end of my hatred towards Dallas because there's nothing else out there besides them going winless. Once they get winless, there's nothing else to achieve. I got to keep the hatred alive, man. I, mean, I got to keep it alive. There are plenty of things to hate in the NFL. I mean, if you ask the Cowboys, is one and well, two it, and three for me. Well, if if you if you ask a lot, well, not everyone, but it's Cowboys, it's uh-huh. Tom Brady, you know, and might be a few others, you know. But we'll see, we'll see. I I just think the Cowboys. I mean, that that's funny. That's really really funny. Man, listen, my hatred has a little lo- has some levels to it. You know what I mean? It, ha- it has some levels. It it's just that if they ever go winless, I, I mean I'm gonna have a good old time with that. But what's after that? Nothing. Nothing is after that. Except if they make it to the Super Bowl and we beat them in the Super Bowl. Now that will top the winless. That would be the, the granddaddy of them all for me. That would be Starcade, WrestleMania, AEW all out, all rolling one for me. If they if Cincinnati meets Dallas in the Super Bowl and beat them, not just beat them, but but whoop their ass in the Super Bowl. That that, that would be it for me. I'll be cool. I'll be cool. I can't say no more insults because the damage has been done. We got a trophy off y'all ass. It's cool. Huh. It's cool. Well, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl, so mm. no, I don't see Dallas going to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> I, I don't I don't see that happening. I mean, that's just what it is, but you know, yeah, that, that ain't you. happening. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, but no, no. Man, listen, listen. I, congrats to the Cast Cowboys. You know what? Fuck them. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't gonna do all that. I ain't gonna do all that. Y'all got a dub. Cool. Whatever. You whatever. Whatever. We we took a L against uh <laughs> against Chicago. You know, by field goal. Look, man, my my boy Joe Burrow. He hasn't thrown an interception in 199 pass attempts. And he threw a, not just one, but three straight interceptions. Bro, I think and, I think you now, should fire your whole coaching staff. No, nah, I, I don't think I don't think it's that. Honestly, honestly, it was one was <clears throat> but one but listen. You have all that play. Here's the plays. Here are the plays that have been going down. One was legitimate interception. The other two, his arm got hit. It floated in the air. Anybody can catch that ball. That was just a good defensive play. That's just what it was. And then, I mean, the other two was a good defensive play. So, I mean, I can't just blame Joe. But the thing that was that stood out to me, I don't, I'm not a believer in moral victories and none of that crap. We lost. That's what it is. But one thing that stood stood out for me with Kendrick Joe, normally when a quarterback throws interceptions like that, they're done. Like their uh their morale is gone. Um, most of them. They don't play the same. They play conservative. And Joe turned around and throw three straight, you know, I'm sorry, three, uh, two straight TDs as if he never threw an interception in the game. That stands out to me. That lets me know that this dude is really putting the team on his back. Honestly, we do have an explosive offense. You are correct. We do have an explosive offense. I know that the way Joe's been passing, he's been passing underneath. And... I, he just need maybe an extra second to throw it downfield because honestly, these are two straight games we could blow wide open. Like we can literally score thirty plus points easily, no questions asked. It is is no brainer about that. Our receiving core is top notch. Our, our rushing game is good. Our defense is 
is busting their ass, honestly, in the past two weeks. So, um, <clears throat> honestly, we could have won that game against Chicago. We just played. I think what's going on. So it's the coaching, like I said. Uh, I would believe it's the O line. The O line is is the is the glaring thing about that. I would say the O line. You know, as far as drafting the O line, I can't say the whole entire coaching staff because I can't blame. If you say the whole entire coaching staff, then I, you blame the defense too because the defense has held one of the top five runners in the league to under 100 yards. Why would I fire that guy? Listen, I, I, I understand, you know, the weapons, but I never said anything about the defense. And right, I, but you said the entire coaching staff. That includes the defensive coordinator too. Yeah, you know, y'all been bad for so long. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I don't have time to just be, you know, you have your franchise quarterback. You have it. Joe Burrow had a historic year with LSU. He goes to Cincinnati. It's like, what, okay, what are we doing? Well, he got hurt. You know, I mean, we have I mean he was GM. on his way to be – honestly, he was on his way to be rookie of the year until he got hurt, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. He, as a GM, whoever is doing the scouting, you have to get pieces in the right place. Some Something that a lot of GMs and coaches just cannot do. Prime example, Bill Belichick. He's a defensive guy, but he sucks like picking wide receivers in the draft. He can't pick them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it it someone like Joe Burrow, and you know what? I really like Joe Burrow. I really do. You know, I was cheering for him when he was at LSU, and I'm a bulldog, and I like Joe Burrow, and that says a whole lot. But seeing him with Cincinnati, it's like okay, this this isn't this isn't how it's supposed to go. E, you know that. You know that, E. And, you know, I hear you mention Joe a lot. I know you love Joe, E, but, you know, you just mentioned Joe. You don't really yeah. mention everyone else, which lets me know that there's some hope. Wait, he the leader. I mean, obviously, <laughs> when you – a quarterback is, is, the, is the focal point of your team, as it's with everybody. That's why I mentioned Joe. He is the leader. He has the most complicated job in on the team. That's quarterback. That's the most complicated job. You lead a team, whether it's defense or offense, you coordinate stuff. I mean, that's the hardest job. So it, it falls on his shoulders. So that's why I mentioned his name. Now, if you want to throw out names, you got Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. You got you got the defense, the entire defense at that point. Now, I mean, you want to drop names, but Joe is the leader at, at that point. He well, is I mean, the leader. Now, I understand what Zach Taylor is doing. He's being very careful with Joe because normally Joe will run out the pocket and do whatever he got to do. He's trying to maintain his health, I, and I get that. But I think, or how about, should, or how about you happen? Do, how about you do what Joe was good at? Look at Joe's strengths, see what he did with LSU, and just imitate <laughs> that. You know, if, if if you're a coach, e you have to play to your quarterback's strengths. You can't just have Joe just fit any kind of system that you put together. You know, e, that doesn't really work a lot of times. I you know but his, his strength is his arm and his leg. And, he, and he's definitely been showing that. His arm strength is, has been shown. Okay. And, well, but, but one well, thing about the AFC North is that, is that they, have, they, they establish a running game. And one thing that Cincinnati kind of stemmed away from last season was the running game. And I think that what they're trying to do is establish that and control the clock, but also have Joe spread the ball around too. Not to appease anybody or anything like that, but I, I feel like in the coming weeks, they're going to loosen the reins up on Joe a little bit more and more as the season progresses where he can just – he just throw the ball everywhere he can and he he hikes the ball or whatever the case. I mean, he 
you know, he gives it off to the runner or whatever the case may be. I, but again, I understand what Zach Taylor is doing. He's trying to preserve Joe because if you're running out the pocket, you're more likely to get hurt. I mean, that's just with any quarterback that's running out the pocket. Unless you're, All Mahomes. It takes is, Unless you're Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or whomever. But Mahomes got hurt at some point, too, by running. That's what I'm saying. Lamar Jackson got hurt some at one point, got, you know, from running. Mike Vick, same way. It's going to happen. One way or another, it will happen. So I mean, Joe say Tom Brady has, has preserved his 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 lifespan. He's well, been Tom, in the pocket. Well, Tom Brady's fragile, and Tom Brady's not a runner. And I think Joe's a little fragile. Joe's not as strong. Uh, of a I don't think he's fragile. He just got hit in ACL. That takes no, anybody no, out. Bro. He, he he's a little fragile. Joe Joe's not. He, he ain't the strongest quarterback. He's a little fragile. So he, I'm with you on your point. You got to get him an yeah. O line. You got to get him an O line. Yeah, the old line got to hold it a little bit longer for him to to make. I mean, he makes decisions either way. I mean, he makes quick decisions, and I mean, I mean, he is playing to his strengths. When we really think about it, this is his first interception in 199 pass attempts in the it. NFL. I get it. You know what I'm saying? He's playing to his strengths. I believe he, the old line just need to hold it a little bit longer so he can like launch that bitch down downfield because Jamar Chase is going to outrun people. T Higgins going to get underneath. Or uh, and Tyler Boyd gonna get his catches. You got sample out here. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of weapons out here. We we super explosive. I mean, honestly, Kansas City explosive. Is when your, it comes to openers. Who's in your division? Uh Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland. What what do all those teams have in common? They run. Where they run. Where do you think you'll finish when it's all said and done? Uh if second. You'll finish second. Yeah, we finished second. Behind who? Uh, honestly, truly, when I look at this it. division off the first two weeks, it's anybody's it's anybody's ball game except for Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh took a huge hit last week. They like they 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 lost Joe Hayden, they lost some some receivers, like they're hurting. I don't so care. I, I don't care about Pittsburgh. So you, <laughs> but they, no they, they they oh yeah, of course, of course. No but I'm just saying they in the ALC North, so you got to count them. I mean, so so you have either Cleveland or Baltimore getting one. Yeah, yeah, or or us now. When I really think about it, yeah. So it's anybody's it's anybody's first place win, honestly. So because Baltimore, in my opinion, should have lost that game against Kansas City, but I I digress. So you're you you think you're better than Cleveland? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Then Cleveland lost their first game, and we won. I was. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, you know that, was, that was against the Chiefs. Hey, that was against the Chiefs, but hey, oh, it is what it man, is. That was the Chiefs. I mean, come on, E, come on. But the Chiefs defense ain't that. <laughs> I mean, look, the Chiefs offense is awesome, but the defense is questionable. The defense is not top notch. You know that. Their secondary is a little trashy. So, hence, that's why you have those high scoring games with them because their defense don't do the, don't, be, the best of jobs. It's just bad. Mahomes have to outscore bad. the other person. They're not that bad. I want to say tra- they're not that bad. No, they're not, not atrocious, but but it's 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 uh bad enough that you can score on them easily. It's not the worst in the NFL. I definitely tell you that. Mm. That part, that part, I can tell you. I, I is it can't like again. Tampa Bay has proven that against Kansas City, did they not? You know what I'm saying? They they held people down. I mean, if you got tough, if you got defense and you can hold people down, then. Guess what? You're going to beat Kansas City. But there aren't too many teams like Tampa Bay, though, E. They're, Tampa uh, Bay. They're, they're, they're not. But, too, I mean, it took Tampa Bay the second half of the season to get their stride. 
the first half they wasn't that they wasn't that good at all. I agree with but, you, but the talent though, E. Yeah. The Bucks are talent rich compared to the other 31 teams in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I mean plus you have Tom Brady. I mean that you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, it Tampa Bay's different. They're different. And you know what? The Bucks might win it this year. If I had to place a bet right now, I'm I'm going for the Bucks to win a championship this year. Uh, I don't know about that. I think they I are the best that. team right now in the NFL. I think that they are the best team. Hell, they may go undefeated. No, nah, I don't think they're gonna go undefeated. They may do nah. it. Mm-mm. I don't think they're gonna do that, man. Honestly, I mean, I mean, obviously, people on on the Tom Brady bandwagon, Tom Brady bandwagon, because mainly because of the Super Bowl win. And they are two and zero at this point, and then you know people riding the curtails at this point. It's what I I really and it, and who uh, they have E. You have Gronk, A. B. Fournette. They're too talent rich E. Right, they have, but they, they have this, this all falls on if Gronk going to stay healthy the whole entire season, and you know that is highly unlikely. That is well, unlikely. Who do, who do you see getting hurt? I mean, Gronk. Yeah, well, I see Gronk getting hurt. The better hope. I, I mean, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen, but it's it's a likely case. I mean, he ain't Tom Brady. You know, he's out on the field running and getting hit. Tom ain't really getting hit like that. You guess what I'm saying? So it's 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 a likely possibility, man. It's again any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday at this same point. But you know, it, I, I can't. It's too early to say they're going to Super Bowl to me. It's way too early. Hmm. Okay, E. Okay. <laughs> you know, I know it's your boy, you know. I, I know Tom Brady's your boy, you know. I'm I'm just saying. It's not even but, that though, E. If it's just I'm just a football fan. And E, you're right. Injuries no, no, are now fun. you are a football fan. Because before no, you no, was a New I, England Patriots fan. I've still been, Tom Brady. I've, I've been a football fan before Tom Brady. I'll be a fan after Tom Brady. Football's football. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I've uh-huh. been game long enough to know. You know, I, I remember it, many conversations about the Patriots. No, I'm with you. I'm with uh-huh. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But before Tom came in, what, 2001? I was a football fan after that, before that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, man. I'm just uh-huh. I'm just saying. I don't got nobody winning the, the NFC the, mm. except for the Bucks. We'll see what the Niners do. But other than that, mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Seattle, C- Seattle's done. Uh Seattle's done. What Seattle, you mean? Seattle's not going to win. I'm going to get far. Green, Are you serious? Green Bay. Aaron, Aaron's damn near retired. I don't think. Aaron, um, did don't you think, see what Aaron? Okay, did you see what Aaron Rodgers did on Monday night? It's the same shit Aaron does all the time, but I, I, again, it doesn't I, amount to I, much. I mean, e, that that doesn't impress me. We all know what Aaron can do, but Aaron's been doing it. And How many still, games it takes you to get out of the playoffs? Say what? How many games it takes to get, for you to get, get eliminated from the playoffs? One. Exactly. Exactly. Aaron can have one good game against Tampa, and that's a wrap. Russell Wilson can have one good game against Tampa. It's a wrap. So any what, given game, so it can a loss is you out. What happened it's last not, season? Because Aaron was the MVP last season, and what he happened? was he was and he was he was on like contract. That's last year. We talking about this season. Like this season here, any given game, okay, e. it's a wrap. Okay, e. any given I, game. I admire your energy. I do. 
<laughs> right, and and uh, BC says he's proving a point to his front office. He was. I mean, he was not happy at all. Aaron Rodgers was not in the best of uh, moods. <laughs> you know, he just wasn't. He didn't like the way things was going, mm-hmm. and I feel him on that. And, and Joe is very like, like going back to my QB. Like Joe is very, uh, he, he's very competitive and he's poised. And I, that that it what makes um, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, honestly, because announcer was like, "Man, you mean when the last time you seen someone throw three straight interceptions and or five straight or whatever, and and went on to do something?" He was like, "Well, for one, Joe Namath did that." <laughs> you know, they he started dropping off QB names, people that won Super Bowls. Like, yeah, like don't this don't mean nothing. You know, you're gonna have a bad game or two. That's just gonna happen. It's the NFL. It's whatever. But either way, either way, we digress here. You know, <laughs> fo- football. Now, mo- now this past Monday we had Monday Night Raw, which was slightly a little different than other Monday Night Raws because Roman Reigns made an appearance, and there was a six man tag between the Bloodline and the New Day, mm-hmm. with a uh, bit and. My boy Bobby Lashley destroyed everybody in the beginning. Everybody. There was no friends. He destroyed Big E. He destroyed Roman Reigns. He destroyed the New Day. He destroyed the Usos because he was pissed. And then at the end of the night, they had a triple threat main event between Bobby, Roman, and Big E. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, the highlight with me was Bobby Lashley because he whooped everybody's ass. I mean, honestly, Roman squeaked out with the win. I get it. You know, whatever. But Bobby is the is the show off for me. Nah, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby having that show of strength. I think that's that that was the right thing to do, creative wise. You needed Bobby to 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 show that off, you know, because lately it's been you know Roman is this, Roman is that, Roman's unstoppable. We get it. Big E just got his championship, you know, and Bobby just and Bobby's just kind of you know there. So uh, to me, it was good that Bobby was was showing how strong he was by, you know, destroying everybody and you know just just looking strong. That was good. That was good to me. Now where they go from here, you know, I don't really know because it seems like, you know, because Roman will go back to SmackDown and you know him and Brock yeah. will you know go will, will move on. But on Raw, Crown Jewel, yeah, they're going right. to they're going to uh, their main event is Crown Jewel. So I guess they uh. uh I guess they're going overseas to do that match, but back, back to Afghan or uh, Middle East, Saudi Arabia. I was Saudi in. Arabia? Okay, okay. Well, good, good luck with that. With the- yeah, yeah. I am not watching that bullshit. But anyway, well, about me, but you know, like I was saying, it was just okay. So are they are they going to ramp up the Biggie Bobby beef? Yes, they are definitely doing that. that that's why they made Bobby look strong and attacking Biggie with the chair. But I mean, honestly, the, the two, to my opinion, what about Goldberg? How does Goldberg fit in all this? Goldberg don't fit in it right now. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have a one-on-one between Big E and Bobby. Big E's going to go over. And then at, then you're going to have a program with Bobby and Goldberg. And then that, that that's how that's I think that's how that's going to play out. Because Goldberg is not concerned with the belt. He's just concerned with Bobby. So that I think that's what's going to end up happening. So, I mean, just because of storyline-wise, because of what happened with that. Because I, I think Goldberg made a point that he wasn't going after the championship. He just wanted Bobby. And I think that was a smart move, especially if you want to Goldberg in there. Goldberg is marketable still with kids. He's going to he gonna move merchandise and all the other stuff. But I think Bobby's going to go over on Goldberg and beat him 
And then whatever's going to happen with Bobby is going to happen with Bobby. I'm not sure what's going to happen after that. But that's what I think is going to happen. That's that's what I think. But it was a good Raw. It was it was a definitely a better Raw than the Raws I've seen in the past two years. So I, I'll definitely say that. Uh yeah yeah it was it was it was it was decent it was how'd you feel about the old Charlotte thing with uh Alexa and the the dog uh, um catering like, the kids man I, I'm looking at this thing with a different set of, I, I haven't watched the whole entire show I was just concerned about the Biggie Roman interaction and okay. the main event those are only two things I saw I mean I saw Shayna Baszler and Nia and I like this side of Shayna Baszler because Shayna is supposed to be that relentless. Right. So I, I do like that. Um, the whole Rhea Ripley, Nikki ASH thing, I don't like that at all. Rhea right. is definitely out of place. She is right. not comfortable where she's at. Right, right, right. But that's obvious. That, that that's yeah, obvious. you know what I mean? I like you could have just put her and Dewdrop mm-hmm. together. That would have been that would have been a better tag team, but whatever. You know, whatever. But hey, tonight though, I'm gonna let you guys know the night is movie night for the Geek Corner. All right, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So you guys at Who Framed Roger Rabbit fans, the movie night is tonight. Um, also tonight, AEW Grand Slam is tonight. This is supposed to be the big week for AEW because they're going to Arthur Ashe Stadium. This is their biggest crowd yet. Their biggest crowd. So they got a two-hour rampage on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a dynamite is tonight. So that that that's... Hey, set your DVRs and all that other stuff, man, because it's going to be a humdinger. You got Kenny Omega versus Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. And you know the smart thing about that, uh, Thanos Rick? You notice how they was promoting this. You notice Brian Danielson's words, like when he what was you, talking to Kenny Omega? What do you mean? Okay, so you know AEW has a rank structure, right? Yes. So if you are, you know, you got number five up to number one. The number one guy faces Kenny Omega for the title. Right. Who's facing Kenny Omega on, on like I think it's tonight or or Friday. But who's facing Kenny Omega? Right now. Mm. Who's his next opponent? You should know this cuz it's you know dead dead obvious. Not for the belt. But who's 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 highly advertised to face Kenny Omega? Unless you've been hiding on a rock. Uh What's my man's name? Um, damn it. You, you don't know his name. <laughs> uh, you mean Brian Danielson? <laughs> my mind's drawing a blank, man. Is, is, is Brian Danielson? Yes. Daniel Bryan? Yeah. And yet, but I, I get confused, E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name switches be messing with me sometimes, man. <laughs> the American Dragon. Well, not Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. So, so with this, um, with Kenny and Brian Danielson, Obviously, he made it a point. He said, listen, I know eventually I'm going to face somebody for this title. But for now, I just want to see who's the better man between me and you. That's it. So Brian is not taking someone's spot for that title. It's still the same rank structure. Notice when Christians jumped in, he had to wrestle his way up to face the champion. Same thing with Brian Danielson. Same thing with Adam Cole. Right. Anybody else that shows up. They got to start from somewhere. But for now, they're just facing each other to see who the better man is. Which is smart. Which is smart. So, very excited about that. But hey, man, we got some other news out here, Thanos Rick, man. Uh, well, 
Now, fans of Crunchyroll. Now, Thanos Rick, I know you got Crunchyroll. I will assume I got Crunchyroll. I know I got it. Uh, BCs and all the listeners here at the Geek Corner has Crunchyroll and Funimation. All right, so here's the thing. Fall is fastly, fastly approaching. And, of course, Crunchyroll has a fall lineup. Now, now Crunchyroll announces its first wave of anime simulcast for the fall 2021 season, including Blade Runner, Black Lotus, Platinum Inn, and more. Now, Crunchyroll has announced its first wave. So far, it's 14 new series or seasons have been announced, as well as nine shows continuing from the summer season and two short anime se- series just added to the site's catalog. Now, highlights include Platinum Inn from creators Death Note, the Adult Swim co-production Blade Runner Black Lotus, fellow Adult Swim Crunchyroll original Fina Pirate Princess is among the anime continuing from the summer, the second season of Inuyasha's sequel series, uh, Yashahime, Princess of Half Demon, and the long-delayed Crunchyroll original Magical Girl series, High Guardian Spice. Now, official summaries of the Crunchyroll New Fall uh, Fall Summer Cast goes to follow, as you know, Restaurant to Another World 2, Sakugan 86, Move, uh, Move Love Alternative, Talk Op Destiny, The Faraway Paladin, The Fruit of Evolution, Before I Knew It, My Life Had, had It Made, The Night Beyond Tricorner Window, The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated into Another World as an Aristocrat. That is a very long title. World Ends Harem, <laughs> and of course, I, I, as I said before, Yoshihime Princess Half Demon. Now, now also you got Kyo and Kyoto from Mako House. You got Dragon Quest: The Adventures of Die, Case Closed, Baruto, Naruto, Next Generations, uh, One Piece as well going going forward. So, I mean, pretty decent Crunchyroll lineup here. Now, I probably just watched Blade Runner. That's probably the one that kind of stuck out to me. So, I'm probably gonna watch that. And check that out. So Crunchyroll fans, you gonna check that out, huh? What you said, uh, thing was right. Yeah, I said okay, okay. Like yeah, pretty, yeah. It's like a pretty good lineup, you know. Sounds good. Sounds real good. I, now for the other bit of news here, we talking Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Now Star Wars Visions came out yesterday. Well, at least the first episode. Now producers of Disney Plus upcoming animated Star Wars series says that the show may have a lasting impact on the future of Star Wars storytelling now star wars vision producers uh kanako shirasaki and james wall says that disney plus's upcoming animated series may influence future star wars stories visions is an animated anthology series co-developed by lucasfilm and several acclaimed japanese animation studios such as the famed studio trigger because i know killer kill and promare and the production ig mostly known for ghost in the shell now, the series is far from Lucasfilm's first foray into animation, though it will mark the studio's first venture into Japanese anime as a storytelling medium. Despite the experimental premise of the show, Shirasaki and Wall insisted that the series may be influential in the future of Star Wars storytelling. Now, this news comes as some surprise, though, considering previous statements from the show's creators that Visions will not adhere to Star Wars canon, a decision made to provide storytellers as much creative leeway as possible. News of Visions uh, canon, or rather lack thereof, disappointed some Star Wars fans who preferred that new stories weave themselves into the expansive canon timeline. But uh, by nine numbered Skywalker's saga films. Now, however, it appears that the series would nevertheless remain an important entry into the franchise. What do you think about that, Thanos Rick? I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, I don't think Visions was 
designed to be part of Star Wars canon. You know, I, I think this is just a way for, you know, creatives, writers, storytellers, whatever, to just tell something separate, you know, and right. let them let them get off in, in that way. You know, I think Disney, those at Lucasfilm, they have their own, you know, storyboard or timeline of events that they want to see proceed. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. And, um, you know, again, they Star Wars, they, they already have shows coming out. They already have new movies coming out. Like they, they already have their set plan of events of what they want to do as far as canon of Star Wars is concerned. Visions is just, you know, you know, a gift to yeah. the fans. Like, hey, here you go. You know, enjoy, you know, but don't don't get too excited. You know what I'm saying? But here you go. <laughs> I'm excited as hell, man. I'm ready to watch the first episode. And yes, BCs, there is a Star Wars anime. It's, a, it's an anthology series, so it's like various stories um, in anime format. And it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's on Disney+. Plus, and I will be watching that first episode along with Marvel's What If. I mean, I don't even care if it's canon or not, to be honest, because the Skywalker saga is done. It's done to me. And I feel like Let's go into some other shit. Let's go into some other stories, man, because, you know, you got Knights of the Old Republic, you got High Republic, you got the Bounty Hunters, you got Smugglers, you got all this stuff going on, right. you know, with the Jedi and the Sith, man, just just give them free reign, and they, obviously, they already has it, and it's going to touch on a lot of things, and the fans are going to be excited about it, because I don't think, eventually, once they see this, they're not going to care if it's canon. They're just going to like the action in it because with anime you have a lot more freedom to do things being in live action no i, I agree wise. with you i agree with you and you know i also agree with you about the skywalker story i mean i i think that that i think that is done i don't really see them going back to that unless maybe i don't know if force ghost luke pops up and i don't know maybe i don't know but as far as the story goes it's done is done and mm -hmm. I, I think they are moving toward the future now movie wise i don't know if ray and finn and that whole crew is going to continue i have no idea i haven't really seen or heard anything about that but there are definitely more stories to tell you know right. I, I definitely want to see new jedi new sith just new characters i like it's, it's, it's time it's time you know so We'll see, man. Even though I feel like Finn should still should have been a Jedi, but you know I digress. I I, I just feel like he should have been. Poe is obviously is force sensitive. I mean, this dude is an ace fighter pilot, like in space. Like nobody can touch this man. Oh, he if if he gets shot, he figures out a way to get out of it and still shoot the guy down. I mean, you know, I I think I mean, you, they they kind of mess film over. I mean, you, you know what? Well, I mean. <sighs> You can't, have, you can't have everyone be Jedi. You know what True, I'm saying? But, but I think that was the, the whole original <laughs> the, the original thought process to have Finn as a Jedi. Now you got this man out here saying, Ray! Ray! Yeah, that, that, I was annoyed yeah. with that. I was very yeah. They made Finn look very weak. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, everyone can be a Jedi. You still have to have your, you know, your Jedi and your regular, you know, regular, regular human, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Han Solo. Work for him. He's a fan favorite. We love Han Solo. He's great. You yeah, know? I'm pro Han. I'm pro Han. Yeah. So, Luke. You know, can't make Han a Jedi. You know, yeah, Lando. He was great. Love Lando. You know, so. 
Chewy, all those guys, man. I get it. I get it. But it's definitely time to tell more stories because the, the world is too big. It's too big. Yeah, so. there, there, there were uh, changes made, yes. you know, yes. for uh, for Finn's character. You know what I'm saying? But originally, I, I mean, there was a strong speculation that he had a bigger role. Like he, but they, I don't know. Some fans were just toxic and it's just kind of like, I don't know. Crazy. I mean, there's one particular character that was in the second new movie, and then you didn't see much of her in the in the third movie. Like, well, it's crazy. Star Wars fans are toxic. You know, I think we all know that. I mean, they... The thing about Star Wars fans, man, it... They're a lot like wrestling fans. You know, we we all have our own versions, our own visions on how something should be. And when we don't get to see that on screen or whatever the case may be, we feel disappointed. We start talking shit. We start, you know, how come they didn't do this? How come they didn't say that? How come they didn't, you know, they would never, you know, it, 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 it's, it's all toxic But you can't please everybody. You know me. I was highly, highly upset with The Force Awakens. You remember? I went on a rant about it. I went on a rant. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I'm not the one making the movie. I'm not in the writing rooms. I'm not there. This is what they gave us. And so, hey, just have to accept it for what it is. You yeah. know, but we'll see, man. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get what we want, man. But not everyone's going to be happy. That's just the way it is. That's just yeah. the way it is. You know, when, when Jar Jar Binks came out oh, in episode one, he, I, I didn't have an issue with Jar Jar like everyone else. Was he annoying? Yes. Could there. did the movie need him? I don't think so. You know what I'm Mm-mm. saying? But I wasn't upset or mad. I wasn't sending death threats to Lucasfilm Studios, <laughs> you know, about yeah. Jar Jar Binks. It wasn't that serious. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I don't know, man. People like what they like. And, and Star Wars, Star Wars has a very, very divided fan base. E. Probably the most divided fan base that I've ever seen. Pro- yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, the icing on the cake should have been Jar Jar being a Sith Lord the whole time. Wow! Now he orchestrated everything, okay. like you know, Emperor, all that. Now, if they would have done that, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, because there was always strong rumors about Jar Jar being that person. Like, did Jar Jar actually die? Like, I don't think I've seen him like die. He didn't die. He survived. Huh. Interesting. That's very interesting. Like, do you think... But that's the point, BC. You're like too dumb of a character to be a Sith. That's the point. Maybe he's acting that way because what... How, you? He's the least person you would think that he will orchestrate everything because just like Bleach, just like Sasuke Eisen, you wouldn't think in a million years Eisen would have this thing orchestrated for, for hundreds and centuries or whatever the case would be for all this stuff to happen until it was the right moment. And Georgia could actually could been that. That would have been perfect to me because he's the person you least expect. You know, in a sense, you kind of expect Palpatine to be the guy because he always had a sinister look on his face. You know, you kind of sense the fact that, you know, Anakin was going to be Vader you know, because he gave that vibe off. You know, it was, it was no surprise there. But with Jar Jar, that's shock and all there. And it's like, whoa, I have no clue. And you might see him like, you know, do his little song and dance. And then he just changes his voice. He like, man, 
Yeah, I'm about to fuck all y'all up. <laughs> like easily. Mm, but yeah, you know, I, I I can live without it. I'm fine. I mean, I mean, it, it didn't I, happen. But I, honestly, I, I feel I, like that could have been that could have been something. And he could have left them with a loss. You know what I'm saying? Once he revealed himself. I mean, eventually they would have beat him, but I feel like if he would have revealed himself and he just like destroyed people, like took out some major people or a major person or two, like you you definitely know this guy is not playing around. But it didn't happen that way. You know, Disney Disney did. You know what I mean? You could tell Disney touched certain products because it just gives off a Disney vibe. It just it just does. There's a difference between the the, the last trilogy and the one that we originally seen, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Well, I mean, George Lucas made his, his little edits, you know, yeah. way before Disney bought Lucasfilm. And that 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 pissed people off. It pissed me off because I'm like, George, why would you do this? This was mm-hmm. like, this was very unnecessary for you to do, you know. But I hope Disney don't I hope they don't make it too Disney. Because then right. it will be un- it will be unnecessary for him to do that. True, like, like you don't have to you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. True. Now yeah. you got a little bit of news too, Thanos, Rick. When it comes to uh, some Disney Plus stuff, right? Yes, November twelfth. What you got? What you got? November twelfth this year is Disney Plus Day, the global event. You will see eleven. 11- Yep, yep. That's new news right there. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> you will see 11 new specials come out on the platform streaming November 12th, 2021. Um, if I remember correctly, you have Shang-Chi, Legend of Ten Rings. That's premiering on Disney Plus on November 12th, along with Jungle Cruise. There's actually a new Disney Plus original movie, Home Sweet Home Alone. Which is a reimagining of Home Alone. Now, E, I don't really know much about that one. Hmm. I might and, have to. And when they say a reimagining, I don't know if they mean a reboot or a retelling or a modern updated version, which I'm probably which I think that's is is more of a modern telling of it, a retelling of the of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Either way, am I happy about it? No. No. Nope. <laughs> this is what's going to be premiering on November 12th this year. You also have a new, an all new original series of shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios called Olaf Presents, which sees Frozen's beloved snowman retelling several classic Disney tales, you know, as only I guess Olaf can. Um, not really sure if you're a fan of Frozen. I'm not, not my cup of tea, but for the listeners who are, I just let it go. <laughs> you, you didn't guess that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of Frozen, there's also going to be a new Disney Plus de- streaming debut of Frozen Fever, Oscar-winning shorts Feast and Paperman, Oscar-nominated Mickey Mouse short Get a Horse and more. There's also going to be a new short of The Simpsons, along with. The first five episodes from season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I love that guy on National Geographic. There's also going to be a, I guess you can say, uh, a special on Boba Fett and his origins. 
Oh boy, man, I'm, I'm gonna watch that. I'm looking forward to seeing, and you know, there's going to be, I guess, some 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 type of special regarding Marvel releases as well. Um, you may see some new trailers, some, some new previews of what's coming up in 2022, 2023, just name a few. So look forward to that on Disney Plus Day, November 12th, 2021. E, you have the, you have the platform, right? Disney Plus? Yeah, hell yeah, I do. What do you, you think? I know that. Do you like it? Uh, I love it um, because I can always go back and watch some Disney originals, um, movies, um, I know me, Queen, you know, and her son, we watched uh, Sandlot. So um, it, it, it has some memories there, man. You know, Mighty Ducks and you got the animated series. You got X-Men, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Unlimited. You know, you got pretty much the, most of the Marvel like products, you know, or legacy stuff, as they call it. And it's, it is worth the watch. Now, I say HBO Max is probably better. Um, mainly because of like the DC films that's there, um, whether it's animated or otherwise. It got Lois and Clark, the real adventures of Superman. And I ain't gonna lie, man, I can't wait to watch that with Queen because I we watch I mean, obviously we own episode three, season two of Gotham, and we don't finish with that because we was gonna watch an episode last night, but then it had a little issue with HBO Max, so we didn't end up doing it. Well, we're probably gonna watch it today tonight at some point but anyway you know got lois and clark actually they do have superman and lois on hbo max now i did peep that i remember you mentioned that last week thanos rick yes um so they do have superman and lois as well as lois and clark the adventures of superman so i'm with it i'm with it and bc says i watched like six episodes of lois and clark after you said it so what I'm gonna ask BC like watching it now, the first six episodes, like is it still to you? How does it feel watching it again? Like it give you those it give you those feels, or does it um is it like meh? Yep, he said he loves it. Yeah, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Now you're yeah, from the, the 90s. Yeah, Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was watching a little bit of that also, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, it 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 feels a little dated, but you know, given my age and you know, my memory of it, I get it, I get it. The 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 younger crowd might not understand it, but you know, it it, it did feel a little dated, but still a great show, still a great show, especially you know the styles, the clothes that they were wearing, very hilarious, very hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean. You know, it's, it's Netflix is still the number one streaming platform. Correct. Out. I think they have around 200 million subscribers, which I can't even fathom. 200 million people paying $14.99 a month. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> you know Ooh, that's a lot of money. So, you know, it could have been Blockbuster and Netflix, but they fucked that up. But, you know, whatever. Well, what I didn't know was Amazon Prime is the second most streaming, you know, service out there and i'm like well that's interesting because i don't really know people a lot of people who have amazon prime right i did that that really you know why you know what i think it's because with amazon prime you can actually get other channels within amazon prime okay so like you can get stars and showtime within amazon prime and nickelodeon and stuff like that so that i can understand that 
So I don't have to pay a subscription for Stars or Nickelodeon. It's all in Prime. No, you still you still pay the extra cost. It's just that you can just go to Amazon Prime and just watch your stuff on Amazon Prime. Okay. If that makes sense, because they have like different, they have like channels and stuff like that. I mean, obviously you got Amazon Prime original, like The Boys. Like The Boys, I think is the one that really shot Amazon Prime to the moon because they just finished up wrapping up. They just finished season three. Okay. So it like like you said, it's still surprising to me though. The Amazon Prime is number two, though. I would well, think HBO would be two, but whatever. Well, I, I know Disney Plus. I'm not sure what rank they fall in, but they have 116 million subscribers. Now, granted, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to grow. Yeah. With the With new shows coming, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, you know, and of course, Disney's, you know, their, their stuff separate from all of that. I'm pretty sure it's going to grow. Plus, Disney, they own Hulu. Right. Which I thought Disney just shared ownership with other, but no, they own it. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, Disney can put a lot of their adult-oriented shows on Hulu, you know, which, right. is fine, which you know, they may make a move to have Deadpool put on there versus Disney Plus. I can see them doing that. I can see them doing that. Um, now, the one good thing, the other good thing about Netflix that why it's number one is because they have interactive. Uh, movies as well or series like for instance okay so this is the last bit of news here and we get back on the uh, netflix deal so um netflix released a trailer for escape the undertaker in the film the new day will try to take the undertaker's urn and use it positively now netflix releases a trailer for the oncoming interactive movie escape the undertaker and inspired by the infamous infamous wwe villain now screen red call him a villain whatever now um now, The Undertaker first took WWE by storm in the 90s. Survivor Series is part of the Million Dollar Team. He's emerged as a star of his own as he fought against Hulk Hogan. He eventually took the title at Royal Rumble uh, match, being a Royal Rumble match winner in 2007, and heavyweight champion only retired recently in November 2020. Now, with that trailer, The Undertaker's urn also has a starring role. While The Undertaker values it for all the dark powers it has given him for over the years, New Day appears at the doorstep and claim they want to add positivity to the urn. Viewers get to interact at, <laughs> as these characters and make decisions that will impact the storyline. Based on the sampling of decisions featured in the trailer, viewers will feel like they're in a campy horror movie filled with haunts from The Undertaker and his urn. So uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, you definitely got to see the trailer. So um, now the second... Uh, now the first was a spinoff of Black Mirror titled Bandersnatch. Um, now this movie is the third interactive movie released on Netflix, and the second was inspired by Tina Fey's Netflix comedy The Unbreakable Kimmy Smith, titled Kimmy versus the Reverend. Um, so with that, you can just use your remote and choose which path the new day goes, and that's kind of like a fun thing to do. So I mean, they have three interactive movies. They have Netflix originals. They have Netflix original series as well as Netflix movies that originally are on Netflix. And their and their budget has increased since then to the point that some actors rather just do Netflix movies than actual theater movies. So <clears throat> it's not far-fetched that Netflix is number one. And, and they're getting a slice of anime too. So and you know, I I, I thought about that. Um the fact that you you'll have more original releases 
on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus versus just the regular theater. And I mean, mm -hmm. that that goes back to our previous conversation. These theater chains, things things are shifting. You know what I'm saying? You know, I you you will see a lot more of releases on these streaming platforms versus the theaters. Right. I think you will see that. Again, Netflix, 200 million people are paying 15 bucks a month for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, sure, you can release, you know, a Shang-Chi, AMC, Regal, whatever, Cinema, whatever, you know what I'm saying, and make millions, you know, that first weekend, two weeks. So I get it. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I can release this movie here. Two weeks, you it's gone, or I can release it on Netflix. I can gain more subscribers, and everyone's still going to pay fourteen bucks a month, fifteen bucks a month. You know what I'm that, saying? That, that's a possibility, um, but I still think that actors still make more money in the movie theaters because it's international releases and ticket sales, and the overall experience of being in the movie theater. Like I've been to one. Um, in Detroit, me, me and Queen, me and Queen went to one in Detroit, and I loved it. You know, recliners, beer, right, right, um, the whole cinematic experience. So <clears throat> even with Shang Chi, like Shang Chi was just a theater only release, and AMC stock shot to the moon, and I feel like that's a result of Shang Chi. And not to mention, Venom comes out October first, and you got Halloween that's coming out maybe like a week or two weeks after that. Yeah. So, I mean, right now there's there is a Asian uh, series called Squid Game that is on Netflix and it's ranked number one. It's number one. It's been I've seen it. It's been like that for the past <clears throat> the past four days or so, and it just keep, keep cranking out movies. Did you Did you hear about Netflix moving into the video game realm? Did you hear about that? I heard about that Netflix gaming. I I'm trying to figure out how they're going to do that. Like is this? I mean, I, I don't know. It's. I mean, YouTube doesn't YouTube still have that the YouTube gaming or is that pretty much done? Did, did uh, if that? it's around, I don't know about it. I put it like that. I don't know anybody that that even did or, that. Or was that Google? With Stadia? oh, you talking about like Stadia? Yeah, like Google Stadia. Yeah, there's people still. You no, know, no, people still play Stadia now. Yeah, I that, that still goes on. I thought YouTube had something too like that. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm probably wrong about that. Well, you know, you had GameFly. You know, GameFly, you can just like rent games or whatever the case may be. They send it to you in the mail. Was it GameFly? Okay. Yeah, you know that. You know, you had that. That's back in the day. I don't know. This, I don't know. GameFly still happens. I don't think so. But okay, if Netflix gaming it goes into the gaming realm, it has to be perfect because I feel like they're gonna lose viewers or subscribers if they just mess this up completely. But well, I mean, I don't if, think they will. Well, I mean, if I'm Netflix, if I'm Netflix, I mean, I don't really see them releasing a console anytime soon. I mean, I could be no. wrong. That'll be that would be kind of hilarious. That'd, <laughs> that'd be very hilarious to have a console. But so if, if I'm Netflix, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to you know put your streaming platform gaming thing on PS Network? You know. Mm -hmm. You know, Xbox Live, you know, Nintendo, you know, like, are you going to do that? Or like, how are you going to, you know what I'm saying? Or are you going to just, hey, here's our Netflix controller. If you go to our Netflix app, go to the gaming tab. Here, here, here are our, our list of games. 
play with this. I, I, I don't know. Like, how are they going to do this? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, it's, it's ambitious on Netflix's part to get into gaming because that's not easy to do. You, get, you have to get it right. Well, on top, I mean... On top it, of, you know, what games are you going to make? Are these, are these going to be original games? Are you going to, you know... I don't know. See if you can work out a deal to get God of War over there or Gears of War or, you know, Call of Duty. Like, how are you going to how are you going to do this, Netflix? You know, well, um, looking at this, Netflix became successful from being ambitious because, I mean, they went to Blockbuster first and say, hey, man, we thinking about doing this. We want you to join in. And they left them out the room. And now where is Blockbuster? Nowhere to be found except for that one place. Which is which the documentary is on Netflix, by the way. But um <laughs> and that's you hilarious. know that's, that's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is hilarious and petty and all and all other things, but you can't it's nobody to blame but Blockbuster. You know, because Netflix was viewed, I wouldn't say viewed as the enemy, but it's like y'all the one who killed Blockbuster. No, Blockbuster killed Blockbuster. And I feel that was the way with Toys or Toys R Us too. They like they felt like that wasn't the move, but you got Amazon, the Amazon Prime that's sending stuff. I mean, most times when you go Christmas shopping for toys and stuff, you, you do what? You do Amazon. My, now, things are more video gamey and interactive nowadays, but, you know, there, there's that. So, I think Netflix will get it right. Uh, speaking of, like, tragedy in the gaming world, Sega Arcade in Japan uh, actually officially Shut its doors. Shut its doors. Um, oh. oh no! It closed. So um, I know Thanos Rick, you are familiar with Sega Arcade uh, in Japan, and it is a multi-story arcade. So you go in there. You have um, and uh, matter of fact, BC is right. The actual well, a huge crowd showed up in front of the store on the last day. Yeah. Like they gathered around and they were saddened by it. It's not, it wasn't COVID that killed it. Um, it was some other things that just couldn't keep it open because, like, the second floor was like just Gundam, like Gundam games, and the next floor was like fighting games, and it was like a multi story floor. And I was like, damn, I wish it. I'm like, hmm, I can buy a building and put arcades in, in. Like, you know how cool that would be? Just take an escalator up each floor, you know, just to play, just to chill in an arcade. That's insane. That's insane. So they just they just shut it down or whatever. Like this, you know, they just shut it down. Yeah, they closed, man. I'm gonna tell you, if I ever hit the lottery, man, after I knock out all this debt, I will probably b- buy a building, a multi-story building, and make an arcade out of it, each floor. You know, I remember, man. I I, I have a lot of good memories in the arcades, man. Like I have a lot of good memories, you know. But it's it, 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 it goes to show you, man. Times are, you know, times are different now. Things have right. changed, and you know, I know we we speak on the past a lot and how things used to be and how things were. But you know, to the listeners, and e, I, I can't speak for you, but I had, I had good times back then, man. I mm-hmm. had a lot of you know good memories, good times, and you know, things are just different now, bro. Things are done different, you know, which is fine. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not mad at it. You know, I ain't, I ain't the grumpy old man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hearing hearing things like that is like, damn. You know, ah. and, and, and think about it. It's like there's money to be made in RK still. Why? And people might say, why you think that? 
you know, or smack. Okay, what about barcades? You go to barcades, you drink beer, and you play arcade games, and it's basically the arcade, but with alcohol. That's basically what it is. And they're making money hand over fist. Like, we had a Jillian's here in, like, Columbia, and they closed that down. I was pissed about that. But, you know, you had live music in the back, but in the front, when you first walk in, you had pool tables, and you go to the back, boom, arcade. You know, Dave and Buster's, arcade. That's all it is. It's a glorified arcade. That's all it is. Yeah. And, like, there's money to be made in in an arcade if you decide to and then with kids coming in like to play they are forced to interact with each other they're not on their phones they're talking to each other they're going from place to place you know what i'm saying and arcades was like a safe space too like there was unsupervised kids playing in the arcades and at, at certain points like there was it was no need for adult supervision because they were just interacting having fun Playing games, putting in quarters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it, you know, yeah, it, it does sad me now. I just wish Sega Arcade was in the U.S., but I would never get the opportunity now to go to Japan and see that arcade. That was one of the main things I wanted to do was go to that Sega Arcade and just just check it out. Can't do it now. Oh well. <sighs> oh well. But hey, on brighter news here, check this out, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, brighter news. <laughs> so today, September 22nd, until the 26th of this month, is we have a super sale in T Public. Now, you you know, of course, we got a T Public website, but I'm gonna tell you now, all you have to do is go to orangephoenixmedia.com now and click on apparel, and it will take you straight to the website. Got you. And also on orangephoenixmedia.com, there is the magazine section. Now, these are single issues only. There's not a subscription base. So for single issues, it's $7.99. And for subscription base for $5 a month is patreon.com forward slash orangephoenix. But if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, you have access to single issues of Orange Phoenix magazine. And in the apparel section, you got the apparel section. Now, you, you're not limited to T-shirts, okay? You got V-necks, you got baseball tees, you got hoodies, you got mugs, laptop cases, travel mugs, phone cases, wall art, onesies. You can get the designs in anything you want. They are brand new designs. I will make an announcement on Orange Phoenix Tees as well. We have an Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram. Go ahead and check on that. Give us a follow. And we do have a movie night tonight. Now, that is part of the Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. That is on Facebook. All you have to do is type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. Ask to uh, join the group page. It's a very, very safe space. Nobody really be at each other's throats or anything like that. It's a big, big happy family when it comes to the world of geekdom. I would definitely tell you that. We do have movie nights as well. So I will be announcing it on there. Uh, BC says, I missed. Did you say the physical copies of the mag? Okay. So not the physical copy of the mags. These are still the digital copies, but these are like single issues only. So if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com and you click on the magazine that you want, it's all the magazines from August 2020 up till now. Up till now. So if you have any missed issues and say, you know, you're not really cool with doing a subscription thing because you might not read every issue, cool uh, cool with that, but you can get take your pick. And, and pick and buy whatever issue you want and you can read it digitally for $7.99. What you think about that, Thanos Rick? I'm with it, man. 
Yeah. If I can find me yeah. you know, a Cowboys helmet, I'm good. Life is great. We will not give you that, and we do not have that. And if we, if it was somewhere to be found, we still wouldn't have it. I'm just saying. Sheesh. It's going to shut me down, huh? Okay. All right. All right. You know, I mean, you can go to NFL.com. Okay. You know, NFL shop. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Thanks. Now, also, we do have a Twitch channel, right? Go to twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. Now, there is a possibility. I know I said last week I was going to stream, um, but I wasn't able to stream that night, uh, mainly because, you know, I was packing and getting stuff straight because I was getting on the road <clears throat> the following day. So I didn't. And I got back in the house very late. Well, I wouldn't say very late, but pretty late because I visited uh, Palmetto Championship Wrestling uh, Training Facility. Oh, yeah. How was that? And, uh, how was that? Had tons of fun, man. Tons of fun. Um, I watched some drills. I took pictures. Um, I'm actually going back there tomorrow night, actually, because I, I talked to uh, Ethan Case. Uh, shout out to Ethan and PCW. So I'm, I'm, I am going back on third on tomorrow to check them out and um, just to hang out a little bit and you know take some more pictures and and there's some very hungry talent up in there. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So there's some hungry talent up in there. And I can't wait to see that show on November the 6th. You got to see if we get on the show, man. You know yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely see if I can set some stuff up, man. Um, as far as having some of the talent on the show, you know, uh, you know, to get themselves over and and all that good stuff. So de- definitely working on some things, working on some things. And be sure to, if you missed last month's or this month's issue of Orange Fiendish Magazine, like I said, Go to orangephoenixmedia.com, click on the magazine, and make your purchase there. Man, I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for things to come. I told you there was changes coming for the, as far as the magazine is concerned. So now there's two ways to actually get it. You can get it through single issue only, or you can get it through subscription. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Work, work, working on some things. Okay. Did you hear they were going to reboot The Lost Boys? <sighs> Like that's that's official. They are rebooting the Lost Boys. For I what? I don't Why? recall. I don't recall who's gonna be in it. Um the name the names escape me right now, but you you you've seen them before. I just can't I can't think of their names. But they are but gonna why? reboot the Lost Boys. So But why? Well because they can. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they can. <sighs> You can do without that, man. I just don't. Mm. I I could do without that. So you, I will. You wouldn't watch it? Hell no, man. I'm a, I'm gonna watch it. Nah, you you'd watch it. I, For I, what? I, I, I think you'd watch it. You'd watch it. The only way I'll watch it, well, I actually won't have no choice but to actually. Technically, I mean the the Lost Boys. The movie is a part of the culture. It is. It is. The Lost it, Boys is a, is a part of the culture. But damn it. Why, why you had to mess with it? Why? Why? You know, nah. I'm going to have to watch it. I, I have to. Yeah. For the sake of the geek corner, man, you got to make these sacrifices. Well, you yeah, you have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Oh, and, now for sure, I can't wait for Venom. Uh, let it be carnage. I'm, I'm very, very, very curious about that. So, what about cannot. Ghostbusters? Two more months. Two more months to Ghostbusters, I, man. I, oh, I, boy. I've been hearing good things, E. 
I've oh, been hearing boy. good things about it. Mm. You know, I may do <laughs> I may do a feature in a, in a magazine in the coming months about Ghostbusters, the animated show from back in the day. From the 80s? Might do that. Yeah. From, uh, well, well, the Ghostbusters movies and the actual series. You remember the Ghostbusters series? The real Ghostbusters series. Yeah, I, I, yeah, the real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the real. Because, you know, there was a Ghostbusters and real Ghostbusters. Yes. That's the only reason they put real right there because yes. the, the other one was like, what the hell is this? But anyway. A little bit of controversy yeah. there, but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's all a right. little bit. A little bit. Slightly. 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 Right. Yeah, man. I, I've been hearing good things. Now, that drops in November. November's going to be a busy month, man. You have Eternals, Ghostbusters, and it was, it was something else that drops, too. But November will be a busy month for us. Very. It's, it's going to be very uh, Marvel-esque, Ghostbusters-esque. Um, yeah, November's going to be pretty big. It's going to be pretty big. So I, I cannot wait, man. Cannot wait, man. But hey, but October is going to be just as big, though. I'm telling you, it's going to be just as big. We got some nice, nice articles coming in. Um, <clears throat> what, wrestling, comics, um, comic reviews and stuff like that. So cannot wait. But tonight at 8 p.m., we do have movie night. Who framed Roger Rabbit with the Geek Corner? So cannot wait to hang out with you guys once again. Because people have been asking, yo, when is movie night? I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. We got you. We got you. Movie night tonight. Who framed Roger Rabbit? 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Got anything else for the listeners out there? Thanos Rick. Mm. Hey man, go Cowboys. Let's get it. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, man. Fuck the Cowboys, man. Whatever. 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 Jerry Jones and all. Fuck them. Till hey. next time. Hey man. Hey man. Actually, you know what? I, I think I might can get Dak on the show. Be you might get Dak on the show. But I think I, I can get Dak on the show, man. I, I wouldn't mind Dak to be on the show, honestly. But I'm going to still say about the Cowboys, though. I'm going to still say the hatred runs deep. Hate runs deep. But, yeah, we'll see y'all tonight at 8 p.m. <laughs> 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 we'll see, <laughs> we'll see you tonight at 8 p.m. and tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time for more Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Till next time, peace. <laughs>